Hello and welcome back to our podcast, Ayahuasca Assisted Therapy. And today I'm here with Michelle and Mark uh, from the Plant Medicine Path. You know, I'm sure that loads of our listeners already came across with, with your site and your social media uh, groups and stuff like that, because I know that, you know, I came across many times. So whatever marketing you are doing, guys, it's working because a lot of people are talking you. about it. And just today, like a, a friend of mine from Costa Rica, you know, sent a link to your Facebook page and say, hey, check these people out because <laughs> it's similar to what you are into. And I was like, you're not going to believe but we're gonna just talk you know uh this afternoon so i'm, I'm looking that's forward awesome. to that. I love I love that. that that's great <laughs> yes <laughs> like so the synchronicities <laughs> so wonderful. yeah I'm, I'm just super excited to get to know you a little better and to hear you know like how how did you ended up with this medicine and what was your background and what motivated you you know to to sit with this medicine in the first place and, and who, who had the first idea, you know, to do that. <laughs> okay. I will, I will let Mark start. No, you, you go first. You were the first one to the medicine. The medicine. Yeah. So I came to the medicine in October of 2019. So just three years ago. Um, and I came to ayahuasca. I came to the, in Orlando to, to SoulQuest. And I went there after the father of my children had come back. He had been um, researching ayahuasca for a number of years. And we had been divorced for a long time, but he had come back. Um, he went to, to Orlando and went to a retreat. And when he came back from that, he was different. Um, he was so different from the way that he loved his children to the way that he loved the earth, to the way that he loved himself was so different that I knew I had to see what this was all about. So I went down there and and went myself and I went down there thinking that I was going to heal from IBS um, and got there and, and learned so much more and went so much deeper and really realized in that first weekend of ayahuasca that um, the IBS was was just due to all the, the stress and anxiety that I've been carrying and trauma for all the years. So I, I went that first weekend, it was three years ago, and I have been on the, on a, this path ever since before that I had been in a 12 step recovery program, um, 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous for 15 years. So I'd been on a spiritual journey for a long time. Um, but I was, I wanted to go deeper and I wanted to find something else. And um, I didn't know exactly what that was. And I found it when I found ayahuasca, I found healing from a lot of things. It wasn't just the IBS. The IBS was just a, a symptom of what was going on years of, of trauma that I hadn't healed yet. So wow. that was the thing so much to unpack here you know and uh, thank you for sharing your journey with the 12 steps as well and i know a lot of people who are in the program and you know the friends of bill and i know that a, a lot of people interpret their 
kind of you know like st standard of care that they cannot touch any substances so a lot of people from that community i think has a resistance towards plant medicine because you know of obviously the addiction side of it so how how was that with you like did you have an in initial resistance or how did you kind of overcome that kind of programming that you get in aa in terms of you know just stay away from these kind of substances yeah. so that's a great question the the truth is is um when I went into AA, I was going to find a different way to live my life. Um, I came from a mother who was um, an alcoholic and a drug addict her whole life. And she was so tormented that she tormented everybody else around her until she took her own life seven years ago. And uh, I knew that I didn't want to become that. So I, I decided to, to, to join that program all those years ago. Um, and I found it, I found a different way to live my life and I found amazing people. I found beautiful teachers, I found amazing things. But after 15 years, I started to feel like just what you said, this is programming and I, I don't really wanna keep doing this for the rest of my life. I, there's, there's more, there's got to be more. I just felt like there's got to be more. And I didn't know what that was. I really didn't know what that was. Um, now I do. I understand it differently. So I, I had actually stopped going to, to that program, to meetings, um, for about three years before I came into plant medicines. Um, and here I've been told during that whole time for 15 years that if I didn't go to AA meetings, I was going to, you know, not, not be able to live my life the way I wanted. And that just wasn't true wasn't true. And the first time that I went and did ayahuasca, Dr. Scott Irwin said to, to a huge group of people, he said, you know, total recovery is possible. You don't have to go your whole life saying that, you know, I'm an alcoholic and keep going to these. Once you heal, really heal at a cellular level, the, the, it's gone. It's gone. So the addiction is gone. I don't need to add anything to fulfill myself. It's gone. Um, so I, I didn't have to face that resistance when, when I went, because, because I'd stopped going. Yeah. I still have a lot of friends. Yeah. I still have a ton of friends, um, back home in, in my, in my AA group. There's a lot of resistance, um, as to what I'm doing, but there's also now a lot of acceptance and a lot of people that are coming forward and working with this medicine because they see that just be it's it's you can do psychedelics and be in recovery at the same time. Oh, thank you so much for sharing about that. It so resonates with me what what you just said about healing, and I'm curious how your understanding of healing changed, you know, before and after <laughs> ayahuasca, because uh, I truly believe, you know, what you said that you can heal um, anything, and and then. I know certainly people who healed the 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 root of their addiction and then they were able to have a, like a glass of wine if they wanted or not and the compulsion uh, was not there anymore and you know we, we we often talk about Gabor Mate and his research with in terms of addiction and 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 uh, trauma right and and then recovery and especially plant medicines so so basically you know uh, if you uproot and heal the trauma then then 
then there will be no more need for the addictive behavior, right? And uh, with all the respect for the 12-step program, understanding that not everybody is ready to do that in this lifetime, you know, mm -hmm. and 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 the program has just you know so many fantastic advantages you know and the community and the support and it does work you know as we've seen because we have history but yeah definitely for people who are thinking to go beyond and who are feeling that they are ready and and open to the next step you know i i think this can be something that they can follow so <clears throat> your understanding of of healing can you say about that how did it change before you started to work with the medicine and what you think healing is today and and how yeah. your healing journey is unfolding <laughs> But absolutely. So I, I guess the best way I can describe it would be, again, to, to reference my, my mother and, and her suicide. Um, I thought I had, I had been in, in, in the 12 step program for years when, when she had taken her life. And so I had this incredible support system and all of these tools to, to work my way through that. And so I thought that I had, I thought I had healed from that because, because I'd done all this work in a 12 step program. And so I, I thought that that's what healing looked like was acceptance, trying to be present with the situation. Um, forgiveness of her, of myself. I thought that this is what it looks like. When I went and did ayahuasca for the first time, that first weekend that I went there, I I, Mother Aya showed me my mother's pain and trauma, and it was big and deep and dark. And I knew it my whole life. We all knew, but I actually saw it. And then I was also shown her father's pain, which is where all of her torture came from. And, and I was shown it in a way that I can't, I don't have words for, but anyone that's done ayahuasca can understand and I came out of that experience with a different understanding of healing. It, it, was, it was so much deeper. I, I understood completely what, what she had gone through and I had this empathy and understanding and all of a sudden I had it for her and for him and it was just done. I mean, it was like, it, I, I don't know how else to explain it. it. It was just gone and it was just light. And I was able to finally be at peace with her for the first time in 50 years. So that's the, that, it, that was true healing for me, that it was just, it was gone. It was gone. Wow. It was different than, the heal, than I thought was healed before. Yeah, thank you. I, I It reminds me of what you said is, it, of one of my clients said this, that she thought she had an eating disorder and she said that she thought that uh, the best option for her is to learn to manage the situation to the best of the her ability so it doesn't you know it's not destructive and she can live like a normal life and then you know once she worked with the medicine that's exactly how she described that it is just not there there is nothing to control or to keep in check or to suppress or to monitor or to you know whatever it, it was just gone you know and and I think that's a good description even though it, the, the words doesn't give back the feeling 
of the relief and the peace, right, that you were describing as well. So, wow, this is pretty amazing experience. So, like, how, how did your journey unfold? Like, what did you do after the ceremony? Like, you have this amazing experience in the ceremony, and then what happens after? So it was, it was, I, I just felt amazing afterwards. Right. And I was on this, this pink cloud and, and um, I went back home and um, I was living in Colorado at the time with, with two of my kids. My oldest was out of the house by then. And I, um, I, I had been a lifelong cigarette smoker. And, and uh, unless I had been pregnant or nursing with my children, I'd been smoking since I was 13 years old. And um, <laughs> that weekend during ayahuasca, um, I, that Sunday, I got up and tried to smoke a cigarette and it tasted like ayahuasca. And we know how pleasant that taste is. And I was like, oh my God. And so I was asking them there, like, is this in my system? Like, why would this taste like it? She, well, it might be in your system. So for the next couple of days when I flew home, I was fighting it and I was trying to smoke, right? I'm trying to smoke these cigarettes and they're just taste awful. And, and I'm thinking, what is happening? And well, I, I just quit. That was it. That was the end of it. I put the cigarettes on and I never smoked again. So during integration, because I integrated, I was asking them, what, what is this? You know, why, what is this? I just don't even want, I have no desire to smoke. And not only that, but it tastes awful when I do it. And me, I'm the kind of person, I was fighting it. I was fighting it. I was trying to smoke, even though they didn't want me to. Um, and that was it. That was the end of it. And what I was told by my integration coach was, you know, cigarettes served a purpose in your life and they're no longer serving you. And now it's gone. That's done. And that was it. That was it. So really big, amazing things like this, profound things happened. Um, but then COVID hit um, very shortly thereafter. And my world went really, really black after that. So um, I went back to ayahuasca um, a year later and I went this time to heal from, from COVID. Um, and again, it was nothing. It was, I healed from so many other things and it wasn't the COVID and that's a whole nother story. But that experience catapulted me um, to, to really change, change my life. And it was at that point that I moved down here to Florida. Mark and I were just friends at the time. Um, and I'll let him tell you, he, he had thought of the plant medicine path, but that was the time that that's what catapulted it. For and sure. then your five MEO. Right. And then the Bufo experience after that. So, oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. So let's just catch up, you know, <laughs> with, with you, Mark, you know, like, because yeah, yeah. So juicy you know I have so many questions so like so you didn't know each other before we did not we did not it was actually my children's father his name is Matt he introduced us um I was when I came down for that second ayahuasca experience I came by myself it was over my 50th birthday and um and we met yeah we were just friends we met at ceremony yeah in 2020 in 2020 mm -hmm. it was amazing okay <laughs> all right so how did you ended up in that ceremony mark Ooh. well my story is a little different than michelle's i kind of was <clears throat> on that path of just i was always that i had that addictive personality being addicted and just a functioning addict and always being depressed and just never knowing Never, never being happy, you know, till about, still about till 50, but 
probably around the age of 50, I started kind of looking into different modalities to heal because nothing was helping. Antidepressants, nothing was making me feel good. You know, I've been through everything like divorces and just, I was a functioning person. I guess I just function. But, you know, and back in about three years ago, I came across ayahuasca and, you know, didn't really want to go down to the jungle. So I found a place in Orlando and explored there. And the first time I went to drink the medicine, I left, you know, I mean, back in September, was it 19 or 2020? 2020. Um, I left that facility that second night and I thought it was crazy. But, you know, <laughs> about three weeks later, I said to myself, something was happening. Something happened. So I went it's back. funny though you gotta tell him like he left he's like yeah it's crazy yeah. crazy people crazy i called them all monks you know i was like this place is nuts you know <laughs> so about three weeks later you know I, I i made an appointment to come back i went back and you know that was kind of my catapulting right there to my healing because things just started feeling better you know and i started really integrating you know and the biggest part for me about that whole process of integrating was when we left these retreats, we were kind of thrown to the wolves and we had really nothing to turn to. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to live close by this facility. So I had a community and stuff, but there was a lot of people that weren't. And it really kind of affected me. Like, why? They're not offering nothing after. That's that's the magic. The magic was after. So um, I began to really got to understand myself after a couple more ceremonies. Unlike unlike Michelle, I had to drink the medicine a lot. So some of us are different. So back in January of 2021, I would say, mm -hmm. yep. I really dove deep into the medicine on that journey. And, um, and that was the one that's, you know, when now I don't talk about ego death, I really don't because I think your ego is your friend, but that was the one that kind of made me, made me understand that, wow, this is the real deal. So I really dove into the medicines after that, like really hard, um, like dove into the community really hard. Like I volunteered every weekend. I just started understanding I tear up here because I really started understanding that how these medicines really worked, but how the integration was so important. And, you know, when I left that first experience, my second experience back in 2020, before I was 2021, I bought this website. <laughs> you know, it's so silly at the time. I was like, well, I'm going to buy this website called the plant medicine path the domain the domains i bought this domain so you know i don't know why i came up with this name but i did it and we did this we came up with this i bought this domain and i said well let's just sit this on the back burner for a while and let's go through my process and over that time i just started talking to people and saying you know what's missing here and i started probably 
figuring out what's missing. Like we were missing community and integration. And so I just started putting things together and talking to people and reaching out because I'm this projector of human design. So, you know, I kind of started reaching out to everybody and just putting this thing together and me and kind of, I met Michelle at that ceremony in 2021 in January and we were really great friends. I mean, she was in Colorado and I was here really really great friends we talk every day you know she moved here and like a little bit after that maybe six months after she came here and you know she was asked her to move in and we were still friends and you know we just from there we just really connected and you know it was like you know it just she was a beautiful thing it was just that connection was there that friendship that everything that you're always looking for because I think we're looking for that soulmate and she's the soulmate and just things just really fell in place and I just really truly believe these medicines I I believe them in kind of a way that I, I want to introduce them to people and bring people to them and you know that's what this platform, that's why we created this platform for people to understand these medicines. And we'll talk about this a little bit more, how I feel about some of these things and not some of these things, because I think everybody's approach to these medicines can be a little different, whatever gets you there. But the medicines, the catalyst, the integration is where the magic happens. <laughs> Absolutely. And people who listen to my podcast, they, they already know this because that's kind of my focus all the time. But yeah, um, tell us what you mean by integration and how did your integration look like? Because now people hear these words and I think people have very different ideas, you know, and I mean, it can look in many different ways. Of course. Right. It can. I mean, our integration looked different. Integration to me was a mess in the beginning. It was just a mess. It was like, okay, because and I see it now when I talk, when I see people that are on this path, new, old, and that, that don't integrate. It's just the process of really going into yourself and finding those little core issues and just keep going deeper and deeper. I mean, start, start at like one age and reactions. I guess once you react to something, you find out why you're reacting to that situation. And then you take that situation and you this is how I did it. And I would say, why is that bothering me? At what age would that bother me? Maybe it would start at 24. My ex-wife pissed me off. But then I even have to go deeper than that to say, wait, that even bothered me before then. So a lot of my stuff was really inner child work, deep inner child. And my the brunt of mine was brutal bullying when I was in seventh and eighth grade. I mean, it was just, that's where my nugget of trauma came. But man, there was trauma way before that. So, and my integration, how I integrated, I guess, not even I guess, it was just a process of really a few things, setting boundaries, being selfish, and sitting with myself. And those kind of just all work together you know, after a while, but setting boundaries is really important because if I didn't do them, I wouldn't integrate. So. 
And did you have like a, a therapist who you went yes. to and, yeah. and then groups as well and stuff? Or Actually, how that's where I think I become really fortunate because I did have a very good group that I went to. I jumped into one-on-one and I really jumped into the community. And, you know, some great things about the community, you know, just diving into these communities are really important because we all have, you have to have this community, what you're kind of focused on or what you're kind of into. You have to have that community to understand your words, you know? Sometimes we're, in, we're I don't like to call these two, I like to call this the 3D, but in the 3D we have, we don't approach things as we do in this community. Our words are a lot different. We're able to speak easier in this community than we are in the 3D. And that became really apparent to me in the very beginning. And that was really important to be able to speak those, those things. And yeah, that was, that was probably the be best part about integration is just speaking what's on your mind when you can. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? What was like the most helpful for you in your integration? You know, integration for me looked the second time that I went and did, did Aya um, during during COVID. Um, it was great because when I went home, I I didn't have my job anymore, so I had I had six months before I before I moved down here, and it was six months just to just to do integration. And I mean, I dove into it deep. I mean, I, I went to integration um, groups. Mm -hmm. I went to, I did one-on-one -on -one integration um, a couple times a week. I took a, the Bhagavad Gita class. I mm -hmm. took meditation classes. I mean, I studied, I studied Buddhism. I mean, I dove deep into it, right? I just wanted, I was like the sponge and I just wanted as much knowledge. Um, meditation, Dr. Joe, I mean, you name it. I wanted, I wanted it. I was thirsty for knowledge. And that's kind of what, what motivated us to, to start what we did also was so that you could have a hub, one place for, for people to come right. for all of the, mm -hmm. the information that they need. But for me, it was the same. I mean, to me, integration means becoming whole, yeah. becoming whole. So, so all these little pieces that, that I've lost along the way due to the trauma, like my mom and all the, the crazy shit she, she put us through. Those are all pieces, and I got them all back through integration, and and was able to to to. I mean, I'm not done. It's a lifetime of work. Right. It's a lifetime. Mm -hmm. It's not finished. And actually, I was saying to Mark the other day, like the further along I get down this road, the more work I realize I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. So true, and that that was said so beautifully. You know that integration is becoming whole, or you know, returning to that natural state of wholeness because that's that's what I feel that that's our natural state and then we get you know fragmented and then we we yeah. can remember and and return so yeah that's that's a beautiful way of describing it so um you know so what is your vision with the plant medicine path first of all is it for all plant medicine uh, you mentioned also bufo there's some animal medicine there's the, like or is it focusing on something in particular and and I what think, is that? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. I think like, you know, I think that's a great word just to say for the whole ecology of the plant medicines. I know it includes the bufo, the toad and Campbell, but I think earth medicines. Mm -hmm. And I, I like the, I like the reference that people refer to these as plant medicines. So I think the plant medicine was just a perfect example. It's a lot easier than saying, at <laughs> you know, that's such a difficult word. So, and it's really just a, it's a, a platform that we have created for people to come for ethical information, education, and integration of plant medicines and their therapies. And that means the actual medicines, the actual plant medicines. And it also means other modalities of healing that are that are natural there's there's sound healing there's meditation there's i mean there's so much well, yeah we definitely feel that way that i mean these medicines are catalysts i mean i'll talk about bufo or campbell or i mean aboga has been the one on my mind for the last few months how amazing this medicine is psilocybin. so i think they all psilocybin i mean game changer game changer microdosing it macro dosing it the education needs to be out there for these medicines 1000 mm -hmm. we we put i always put on our posts in the plant medicine path our facebook group that you know rethink what you know because that's it we're taught one thing and it's not true it's programming and it's not true you know kind of like the aa or any programs 12-step programs you know, you're taught if you're if you're going to take a mind altering substance, then whoa, we're 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 going off track here. And I love ayahuasca. I think the mother ayahuasca was a beautiful medicine, and I think it's for me. I think it would be the start for most people. I think it's like the opening door to the gateway to other plant medicines to explore them deeper. I think that's the healer of your body wounds for me. I think my body wounds got healed so much through ayahuasca, but then psilocybin has really just navigated my gateways of my neurons that I just keep focused so much more better. It's amazing. Okay, so uh, you are creating this platform when you are basically connecting ethical providers of these experiences and integration mm -hmm. with people who are looking for this type of healing and awakening. Is that correct? Correct. What we like to do, Nina, and here's what we what we kind of want to see this whole, how this whole encompasses. So say you have a guest and the guest wants to go to a retreat and the guest wants to do pre-integration. So we'll have, we have, we'll have a plethora of integration coaches that they can utilize, or they can utilize the platform, which is going to have workshops on it, et cetera, and so on, or the Facebook group, which is about 7,000 strong right now. So there's all the information there before their journey whatever they want to do. Now they go on their journey. We'll have the platform for vetted retreats where people have vetted retreats where they can choose from. So they go to the, one of those retreats. They come off those retreats. Now they have the platform to still go to. Now to have those coaches, to have that information and now to keep growing with that community. And now they know the community to be involved in. So it's all full encompassed. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of everything. We, we we started the website so that people could do what they needed to do there. And then we started the social media um, so that we could gather everybody and, and bring them to the website. 
Well, I think it is a huge undertaking, you know, with all the plant medicine. There is like so much material already and it keeps growing, thank God. So, you know, to organize that in a way that people will find what they're looking for, right? Uh, that would be an amazing idea, I think, you know, and but, it, but it's also huge <laughs> work. Well, that's why huge. we need people and, like and, you yes. to help us. And this is a collaboration of the minds. And you know what, as we move through this, in the last year, the right people have come aboard and the right people have fallen off. And well, it, you know, the thing is, is that the, the, the world is, is looking for, for a different mm -hmm. way to heal. I mean, this is becoming mainstream. The world's looking for a different way to heal. You can see it in, in the documentaries that are out right now. I mean, this is this is happening. And people know that that psychedelic therapy is is it's it's the future of mental health. It's the face of mental health. And you know, we just want to have a, a safe place for people to come. And yeah. Mark and I started the plant medicine path and we, we have built this, this foundation for collaboration of, of people and their thoughts and ideas. We have done this organically from right here, <laughs> just the two of us. Um, and it, it just blew up. It's just blown up, which just goes to show the need is there and people want it. Yeah. And now we're actually very ready to we're ready to blossom and explode and get this word out mm -hmm. in an organized, functional, ethical manner. I mean, we have we have the people and the places in place, mm -hmm. and we just want this platform to be the information hub that the Western world can trust. Yes. Because there's a lot of ways to approach this medicine, okay? We don't always have... I don't feel we have to be stuck in that whole spiritual realm all the time. I think I went to the medicine to come back and to live in this 3D realm properly. I think a lot of us go to this medicine and we get stuck in this in the googly, googly world that why do we even do this? Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're going to get stuck in that world, we need to come back here and integrate this. And when we do that, we bring this to that yeah I, I i agree i always uh compare it to the hero's journey and how after the slaying the dragon there is the return and the rebirth and the sharing right. the, you know with your community and with your village and stuff like that so i i i think that that's so important you know that we bring back you know whatever we gained and Nice. And share it here. So what is that you are looking for right now? Are you looking for people who can collaborate with you? If so, what type of people yeah. or relations? Like, let's put the word out. Absolutely. So the Plant Medicine Path, our website, some people get confused and think it's just our Facebook group, but it's it's our website. And the, the Facebook group is the community. But the website is where where the information is, and the Facebook page, the group, the, the the website is the business. I guess the business. Yes. So it's it's live now. We have got um, retreats on there. We're adding more every day. We've got coaches. We have seventeen of them right now. All of our integration coaches, um, they're going to be they they've got their own integration classes. So there's classes that you can join during the week. We've got three right now. We'll have a schedule out with lots more very soon. But um, and these are free. These are free classes. So now these people are beginning to be able to come to these classes 
during the week for free. And hopefully we'll have 17 to 20 of them. So it gives different people kinds. opportunities, right? Hey, the recovery in psychedelics, women, men, I mean, all different kinds of groups. And then the coaches, you will also, you can book them directly on the website as well. And something amazing I think we're doing, and I think this is going to be a game changer for this community, is the Psychedelic Sundays. Now, Psychedelic Sundays, we're going to try to, we, we want to take what, other platforms have done but take it in a bigger realm and have kind of like a place where we go every weekend say a, a retreat or a spot we go to every weekend and we talk about a different healing modality, modality like inner child healing maybe one weekend or depression or we talk about human design but every week Sunday there'll be a different healing modality to talk about and a different retreat like a 15 minute snippet, you'll walk on your retreat center, you'll tell everybody what it's about, you'll introduce everybody. And then we'll cut off and then we'll just talk to maybe a physician about inner child healing, and then maybe cut off and then we'll talk to somebody about some, we have a little, we have it organized very well, but it's going to be an hour long psychedelic Sunday, every Sunday, it's going to be from a different retreat with a different healing modality. So this is why I'll just read this real quick. It says, and this is, this is, so Dr. Scott, who you know, he is uh, Scott Irwin. He's going to be doing our, he is from coming from the, the Temple of the Sacred Plants, mm -hmm. which we started at the same time that we started the website. And he's going to be leading this through that. And this is the way he wrote it, which really he wrote it beautifully. Psychedelic Sundays program that is starting in December is a weekly broadcast providing public education and cultural understanding of the responsible use of psychedelics and other plant medicines. Each week our community joins together to learn more about the emerging psychedelic movement that respects education, psychedelic justice, science, and the protection of sacred plants and indigenous cultural traditions. That's about so, it in a nutshell. <laughs> so much better than yes. but it'll be weekly. It's gonna start next month and it is going to be incredible. It's going to be another amazing place for community and for people to see these retreats, boots on the ground. And I think for I, what it does for me, and I think how Michelle, I think instead of getting these larger retreats out there that cater to 75, 100 people, that now we catering to the 15, the 12, the 15, the smaller ethical intimate retreats where this started to come from. We all know the bigger retreats that are charging thousands and thousands. People don't have this, but people can afford a few hundred dollars with a plane ticket to go down to Costa Rica or go to Mexico for a healing weekend for eight, nine hundred dollars. We have some beautiful retreats mm -hmm. in South America as well as the United States yeah. and, and all over. And Mexico too. And Mexico. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. That that's that sounds so good. So you are like, it's, it makes me excited, you know, to listen to you guys. And um, yeah. So what would be like a message that you would like to share with the world right now? You know, and all the people who are gonna be listening that you really feel you want to put out there. So I'll I'll go first. I would just say that that you know. Um, we're on a mission um, to, to bring plant medicine information and education to people because it's changed our lives. And there is 
real healing with these medicines where other modalities of therapy, talk therapy, pharmaceutical therapy don't work. And we are on a mission to connect people who need the healing, which is everybody, everybody, and people who, who perform the healing. So we're here to help. And, you know, for the people who are looking to get their gifts out there, call us. I mean, we've built this platform for you. So. Yep. And there's a reason my message is there's a reason schedule one plant medicines are illegal because they work <laughs> because they work. They work. So. Thank you. Yeah, that's well said. So we're going to share your um, availability, like plant, the plantmedicinepath.com, your website, correct? And yep. the plant medicine path on Facebook as well. So let's get joined the Facebook group. And, and I assume you can sign up for a newsletter or something like that. Yes, right? definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we offer all kinds of things on the Facebook page, um, all kinds of support. We do Facebook lives just like like this, we do podcasts with members of the community from all over. Um, we offer all kinds of things on the Facebook page. So what we're really absolutely. looking for, I think what we're missing on, on right now is workshops. If people mm -hmm. have workshops to offer out there, a paid workshops or anything, that's something we're really missing that we have space. We loved it. Put it out there, space yeah. and more ethical retreats, a little bit more, but those will come in time because we have a little bit of a process for that. If you want to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, please do, um, do that on our that retreats. So, um, you know, if, if if we have a referral system, so people that we, we know well as a referral system, but otherwise it is, we have got a vetting system and now we now actually have uh, an ambassador, a couple of them for the plant medicine path who will and are going to these retreats and you know there's there's a system as to to what we have like a scorecard right like mm -hmm. a scorecard mm -hmm. to make sure that that, that it's safe and and, do you, and share, do you share your criteria on your website or somewhere where people can see that what does that mean that you wet a place this means that they adhere to this and this and this and that yeah, or this is, is really right? good that is because that's something that we just incorporating so i love that yeah yeah that's perfect yeah I, and, and here's the thing is we are really at infancy stages mm -hmm. with all of this i mean it's only been a year and a couple of months and the medicine at infancy this. stages it so. is so so we we are here to to build this with with every Everyone else so ideas and thoughts and you know we we can't do this by ourselves so that is a great idea mm -hmm. um you know another thing that that we're throwing around is is some kind of volunteer system so people that are going to a retreat like let's say somebody comes down to mexico and goes to retreat they're going to go through that vetting process right like the our ambassador would and and so maybe they'll get some kind of discount or we're really working on on different programs to help people we'd like more people to go to more retreats eventually have a lot of these people especially going through the website and saying yeah i'll do that and kind of grading these retreats as they go through with real authentic reviews and not google reviews because Google reviews right. are real reviews. a bunch of crap. So. And there'll be people on Psychedelic Sundays where 
boots on the ground, really. Oh, I'm here at this retreat. I'm at my first ayahuasca. This is this. So people will be able to see. Because before I went to, to my first ayahuasca retreat, I mean, I was combing YouTube for videos, thousands of them, you know, or thousands of hours. Like, you just want to see what is it? What is it? So we're trying to make that easy for people. That's it right there. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Lots of good ideas. So big shout out to everybody who is listening out there and you feel the calling to collaborate on any of these things, you know. Right. We'll be at info at the plant medicine path.com or the plant medicine path.com. Mm -hmm. Go to the website and then you can find us on Facebook and all the social media outlets. Wonderful. Well, thank you for all the good work that you are doing. And I'm sure that you're going to be on the podcast again. And we are cooking up some good projects in the background that we're going to tell you all about it. So stay tuned for the next episode. And thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so Nina. much, Nina. We appreciate you. You and I met a, a, quite a while back. And I'm glad that we, we finally get to do this. And we're grateful. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thanks. Okay.